and welcome to another episode of Sermon q and I'm Vicki Basinger, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Craig and Pastor Michael, and we're talking through some questions from the sermon on the Golden Calf, preached on July 11th, 2021. And today, Pastor Craig, I'm going to start with you, and we are talking about the Book of Life. What is it? And does God have other books that he's keeping in heaven? Does he have a library up there? What's going on? Okay, I feel like you're baiting me with that question. <laughs> <Am I>? there. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we had a conversation whether or not God needs books. Yeah. All right, so. References. He, whatever he has, yeah. the, it is clear in scripture that there is a thing called the book of life. Mm. And this book of life is referenced in the Old Testament, it's referenced in the New Testament. In context, in Exodus 32, where the, the children of Israel are worshiping this golden calf, God says, I'm going to blot your name out of my book. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm taking them out, mm. right? Mm. And Moses pleads on their behalf, and, and God relents, which means he has compassion on them, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't change his mind. He just has compassion on them. And, but he wants them to know how serious it is. In the Old Testament, when you read about the book of life, it's more a concept of your life is, going, is, is, is recorded, every action that you do, every word that you say, mm. That is a concept actually that's taken all the way through scripture. There's a physical uh, uh, record keeping mm. of your life. These are the days of your life, mm-hmm. right? In the New Testament, uh, it seems to change a little bit uh, going into the New Testament where it becomes a spiritual concept. Mm. And so we have the book of life actually referenced in Revelation like five times. Mm. And it's referenced in a spiritual context where if your name is not written in the book of life, mm-hmm. then you don't have eternal life. Mm. So it seems to be in the Old Testament, there's a physical life book mm-hmm. to keeps track of your physical life. And God often in the Old Testament is telling his people, if you don't uh, repent and come back to me and stop acting like rebels, I will blot out your life. Mm-hmm. And as we know, Israelites laid dead across the desert because mm-hmm. they didn't make it into the promised land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That promise was fulfilled. Their children made it into the promised land, but none of them did. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to the New Testament, I think that concept for us is brought into a, into our lives, so that if you don't, if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. if you don't believe that Jesus is God's Son, that He died, rose from the dead, the gospel narrative, mm-hmm. if that's not something that is part of your life, mm-hmm. then y- you are not in God's book of life, mm-hmm. and uh, you you definitely don't want to be on. I mean, you do want to be on that page. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. What mm-hmm. do you think, Pastor Michael? I remember being a kid and uh, reading Revelation and thinking about a book of life. And, and it's interesting because there are words that mean different things depending on what book of the Bible you're in or mm-hmm. what epic, is it epoch or epic of like history you're in. Like the word justification, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't actually mean the same thing every, everywhere it is in scripture. And so when I, I remember like getting my head around a book of life and then <clears throat> when we were studying this, we went a lot deeper. And I don't know that we had really fully kind of gone into this, like, you know, pastors, like, we know everything. No, we don't. Uh, in fact, we study for these things. We Before we get up and preach, it we depends, study. It depends which pastor. I know. Actually. I love when people are like, oh, but you know Ezekiel 32.4. And I'm like, literally no idea what that says. Anyways, so um, I think if, if we, what we learned is that when we were in Exodus 32 studying this, there was a temptation in us to yeah. take the revelation mm-hmm. concept mm-hmm. of the book of life and impose it here, but it didn't make sense. It can make sense because yeah. God doesn't need reminders. He doesn't change his mind like mm-hmm. that. He right. doesn't go erasing yeah. names out of books. Correct. Yeah. And so what we, I think as we studied, what we learned is that, okay, in, in Exodus, 
there's a book of all the people who are alive and to be blotted out of the book is to be killed. Mm. And then we get to the book, we get to Psalms and Psalms picks up the same concept. And in Psalm 139, 16, it talks about how um, all of, all of uh, David's days were written in God's book. This is a book about the physical world. Mm. And then in Psalm 56, verse eight, it talks about how even his sad experiences and sad moments and grieving they're written in his book. So there's a book of everyone who's alive and in that book is all the deeds of their life. Mm. But then, and that book is written yeah. before the foundation of the world. Well, so trick. So there's a, there seems to be a shift, right? So you get to the book of Daniel. This is where all the new Testament imagery of prophecy, whatever it's all rooted in Daniel, Isaiah, but Daniel references uh, the book of life. And this seems to be different. Now this is a book, not just of who's alive and what you've done, but this is a book about, uh, who is the people of God and who's not. Mm. And then Jesus picks up this theme. Paul picks up this theme. And then revelation, as you said, picks up the book of the life, calls it the book of life of the lamb. Mm. And then it references that that book was written before the world even began, mm -hmm. that this is a book that uh, preexisted any decisions we made. And this is where like topics like election come into play, because when you get to revelation, the, there are two people in revelation, those who follow the beast and those who don't. And the only difference that, that determines whether or not you're going to is whether or not your name was written in the Lamb's book of life from the foundations of the mm -hmm. world. That's brilliant because yeah. in other parts of scripture, it says even the elect, even the followers yeah, right. of Jesus would believe the lie of the beast right. if their names were not written in the Lamb's Correct. book of life. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's where it's like interesting because if you, if you read Exodus 32 where Moses says, take me instead, blot me out of your book instead of them you would be tempted to think the revelation book, the like, can I lose my salvation? That is not what Moses is saying. Mm -hmm. Moses is saying, blot me out of the book of those who are alive. Mm -hmm. Kill me basically. Mm -hmm. Take my life now. Mm -hmm. If you can substitute my life for theirs, I I'm in. Mm -hmm. But of course, another person could never be the substitute payment for another person. It has to be the perfect son of God, Which Jesus. is what happened there as well. Just to clarify, yeah. they were sinning by worshiping the golden calf in yeah. some pretty debauchery ways, right? That was mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. And so Moses doesn't understand the the depth of their depravity yeah. at the time. And so he says, listen, save them, take my life instead. Yeah. And God says, that's not good mm -hmm. enough. It's yeah. not going to do totally. it. Totally. Because Moses, we had so much fun yesterday talking about this in our preaching prep, but Moses understood the concept of a substitute. Mm -hmm. They had scapegoats. Mm -hmm. They've had sacrifices to a degree. But what he learned in that circumstance is, oh no, you, mm. your blood is not good enough mm -hmm. to satisfy my anger at their sin. Mm -hmm. In fact, like we see the whole sacrificial system points to Jesus. So that only his blood could do this. So big, big picture though, is it's kind of confusing because Exodus Psalms, like that's from 1000 BC and earlier. Mm. And then you get to Daniel, which is, gosh, I'm pulling this out. Like, fifth, sixth century BC, mm -hmm. right? From there on, now you have a totally kind of different spiritualized application of it, the Lamb's book of, of life. So um, is your name and my name written the book of the living? Yes, because we're alive. And are our deeds being recorded? No, how God does it, I have no idea. It's an actual like leather bound book. You know? <laughs> is it? Does he yeah. run out of ink? Does he run out of, is it even does ink? Does he use ink? Does he even use yes. ink, you know? Like, come on, man. Um, is there a you know? store to buy ink right? in heaven? I know. It could go who as runs far that as you store, want it, right? You know, and um, the bigger question and the most important question is, is our name written in the Lamb's book of life? Um, have we trusted in Christ? Mm. That's that's the evidence that so your name is written. In the I book. love that, and I, I just want to recap because there's a verse in in Romans that goes so well with mm. this. It says, um, 
uh, for a good man, some would dare to die. Yeah. You know, for this is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some people would die for other people. Yeah. For good people, some would even, you know, they might go a little yeah. further and die for that person. But God commends his love toward us mm. in mm. that while we were still sinning, Christ died mm. for us. Yep. Mm. And so the, the love of God provided a substitute so mm. that our names could be in the Lamb's Book of Life because yep. in actuality, we, we would join in with the people at Sinai. Yep and we would be destroyed by God mm-hmm. were it not for Jesus Christ. Now, another fun question is, how do people's names get written in that book before the foundation of the world for another Ooh, day? And that'll <laughs> be for another day. So thanks for joining us in this edition of Sermon Q&A. We hope to see you next time. Mm-hmm.